When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated Economist here. Wanted to talk a little bit about the labor shortage that we're experiencing right now. Very interesting article that I found. Now, if you go back and you listen to the Federal Reserve and some of the statements that they had made, I don't know, two, three, four years ago, leading up to everything that has taken place right now, you would hear them saying that they wanted to do something about the wage and wealth inequality. Do you remember them saying something about this? I tried going and finding like a article or a speech that had them talking about it, but I don't find anything, you know, specific. I mean, I could have done a little bit more research to find it, I'm sure. But I just kind of remember them saying that, like they wanted to do something about the wealth inequality that is, uh, or at least the wage inequality. I remember that. And I thought to myself, how could you possibly do that like how can you tell businesses that they need to pay people more like you can always adjust the minimum wage like you can tell like you know the government that they need to mandate that people pay more or actually not even mandate it. it's like you know legally require that they pay more on the minimum wage but right now we are seeing businesses that are offering more than minimum wage and still can't find the employment find the find the labor so what's happening here like, why is it that there's nobody working? Now, at first, I really thought that this was, like, because of the stimulus. Like, I really thought this is it. Like, you know, you hand a bunch of people a bunch of money and that they don't have to work, then they won't. Like, I mean, if you give people the ability not to work, then why would they? I mean, it doesn't make any sense to go to work. Like, some people would want to take that, take that money, that stimulus money, and then add to it with their own labor. I mean, those are, the, like, you know, the hardworking kind of focused people. But for the most part, people just kind of want to do whatever they want. And if you give them the ability to do whatever they want, they will. I mean, that's what they do. They do whatever they want. So at first, I really thought it was the stimulus that, that you know, prevented people from going back to work. And then I got to thinking about it. It was just like, you know, this is probably having to do more with a demographics issue where you have a retiring population. At the same time, we had the lockdown. So... The retiring population probably expedited their retirement. Like, they're going into lockdown anyway, and since they're going to retire in like one or two years or maybe three years out, they're like, let's just go ahead and retire now since, you know, all things are getting locked down. So it'll be like a good time. So I would assume that there was probably a, you know, a pickup in the amount of retirements that were taking place during the lockdowns, which would take a lot of people out of the workforce which would make a lot of sense. And if you retire, it's not like, I mean, I guess you could come out of retirement, but for the most part, like once you retire, you're done. You just don't want to do it anymore. So that would make a lot of sense that if there was this huge demographics of people who are just simply leaving the workforce to never return again, because they are done. They're like, that's it. My work career is over. At the same time, you have to think like how much training was taking place during the lockdowns. Like schools were shut down, businesses were shut down, everybody was shut down. So having like a new crop of labor coming in from training and schools and just, you know, being part of the business and learning on the job, there was a huge hiccup during that while the lockdowns were taking place. Like 
you know, nobody was nobody was doing anything during those times, so they weren't learning. They weren't learning on the jobs, and they weren't, you know, getting the training that they need to find the jobs that are taking place right now. So these are kind of like a couple of the items or ideas that I thought was taking place. Like it's a demographics issue. Old people retiring and the young younger generation really couldn't get the training during the lockdowns. I mean, kind of makes sense when you think about it. But then I found this article and it and it's talking about the savings rate and how this savings is really what keeps people out of the labor market. Like if you have a bunch of savings sitting in the bank and you don't need to work, why would you? Like, especially if the money was handed to you, it was a stimulus. So I have a feeling, or not a feeling, it, it was in the article, but if you go and you, and you read the article, it almost seems like, I mean, this is the feeling that I guess I would have, is that the Federal Reserve knew that if they give people a bunch of savings, that they would not go into work. It's like as if they knew that that was going to take place. Because if you think about it, how else could you possibly get the, the wage inequality to, to narrow than to try and entice people back out of not working to go to, to work? And if minimum wage isn't enough to entice them, and you lift up the, the minimum wage, or the, not even the minimum, like the starting wages, and they still aren't coming into the game, there's something else going on. And so if you go and you read that and you think about it, it's just like, okay, so people got a bunch of stimulus. They don't want to work. They don't have to work, right? Because they have this free money that essentially came in. And if the, if the businesses are out there are desperate for laborers and they can't get them, then they're going to start raising the wages that they are willing to pay in order to entice those people back in out of the labor force. Well, here's the thing. Go and read the article and look at what the savings rate is. The savings rate has dropped dramatically. They've spent all the money. You know, we talked about this about six months ago. People asked me, what is the next six months going to look like? And I said, it's probably going to look pretty good. But once the stimulus is over, we're going to be in a tough spot. Here it comes. So the savings rate has dropped dramatically. Soon, we are going to find where people are going to want to get back into the labor force because they don't have the savings anymore to carry their livelihoods on. This is going to start taking place. And we're finding the evidence of it really starting to show itself. Now, one of the other things that I found interesting in this article is it used like lottery, like those who have won the lottery, as kind of like an idea of what it is that people are going to be doing. Because they were showing like people of upper uh, income, when they won the lottery, they reduced their hours some, right? So they already like they, they already had money. And then they got a bunch more money in. And now they could be like, hey, you know, we don't need to work at all because we got a bunch more money in. But they really just kind of reduced about how much they work. They didn't quit altogether. People of lower income, when they won the lottery, they gave up work altogether. And they were saying, if I was reading the article right, it's like for years. Like they will live off of those winnings for a very long time until they use them up. And then they'll go back to work again after the lottery winnings are over. And it's very interesting to think about the mindset of the people who get that money for free, who don't have money, and then the people who get that money for free, who do have money, and the way that they react when they get that money. It's very interesting to think about. So did the Federal Reserve, this is the question that I'm gonna ask you guys, did the Federal Reserve know that in order to shrink that wealth inequality, that they would have to give 
everybody a bunch of money so that they could put it into savings so that they would not go to work for a, an extended period of time to drive the wages up in order to entice them back into the labor force. And see, now, I believe the Federal Reserve knew that this was going to be the case. See, because here we are right towards the end of the stimulus and like the savings from the stimulus, and it's about ready to end. It's very interesting. I mean, you know, if you think about it in that kind of fashion, like did the Federal Reserve intend to give people savings so that they would not go to work, so that the wages would increase, the, you know, those lower wages increase to entice them back into the labor force? That's, that's the question that I have for you guys. All right. Uneducated economist, you guys let me know. Links are down in the description.